Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're tackling your sex and dating questions. Topics include, are you confused by your partner's masturbation routine? Want to know the most responsive emojis to use for dating? Oh, and casual sex. When is too much just too much? All this and more. Thanks for listening. Picking a new toy is like finding a new partner. If you're spending that much time together in the bedroom, you need to know that they're right for you. So that's why I'm so excited to welcome Cal Exotics to the show. They were one of the very first founders of the American novelty industry and still run by the woman who started it. So they definitely know how to get your needs met. The best part is that Cal Exotics' Jopin collection includes high quality, luxurious toys like the all new Pave line. They're absolutely gorgeous and bright turquoise, Kind of like that brand new Tiffany box you've been wanting, but even better. I mean, diamonds may be a girl's best friend, but I promise they will not do the same thing as the Pave Marilyn. This dual motor rabbit massager adorned with crystals and offering 35 sensational vibration settings. Or if you want a more controlled way to play with yourself or your partner, the Pave Diana is the perfect travel size vibrator to get it done. Whether you want to treat yourself to one of these incredible toys or get one as a gift, Check out the full Pave line of toys by going to sexwithemily.com slash calx. That's sexwithemily.com slash C-A-L-E-X. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out all the cool stuff we have going on there. Check out our, I don't know, videos, blog posts, and also follow us on social media. We love that. Um, Everything's at Sex with Emily across the board. And now we're kind of doing three shows a week. We're giving that a try, little quickie shows. I'm here with Menace. Hey, what's going on? Hi, Menace. It feels like it's been a while. It's been like six months, it feels like. Or six years. In my heart, it feels like six years. In real time. time, in real life. It feels like six months. Yeah. Do you remember when we did the quickie shows? We used to do those 15 minute shows yeah. like a long time ago. And so I now those. I know they were fun and mm. they're like quick information that people can just, you know, snap up. So I was thinking about you because I know that you're traveling a lot and you're, mm-hmm. the Woody show is like in every city in the world right now. Uh, hopefully soon. And I'm no, so proud of you. In two cities. Still. But I was thinking it's like, yeah. cause we have to figure out like, you know, how many shows we're going to be able to do together. And I thought yeah. I was so, and we're doing these quickie shows now. So we used to do those back in the day and people loved them. So uh-huh. I bring in the quickie back. We're doing like three shows a week. That's great. But I was thinking about you, Menace, because I, how much the last few days we've done a lot of shows here. We had Dr. Drew here and we've been doing yeah. a lot of stuff and a lot more shooting and videos. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was exhausted. Like I did, you know, a few hours of shows. I was like, Menace uh-huh. gets up every day and just like 16 hours. <laughs> yeah. And I just appreciate you, right? We've known uh-huh. each other for, for a long time. Thank you. And I was thinking, I tell him that. I mean, I tell Menace I appreciate him. And I was like, but he like, does he take compliments? And then I started thinking, what's Menace's love languages? And we've talked about the love My language on the love show. Languages? Do you know the love what? languages? We've talked about this, haven't we? I believe I've been obsessed so. with it. The book, The Love Languages. So it oh, talks okay. about how, how everyone in a relationship receives love, right? In different ways. Yeah. There's, there's five categories, right? And mm-hmm. typically there's two, how we feel love or appreciated or grateful. And you could do it like with staff. You could uh-huh. do it with your mom. And it, But it came about for people in relationships. It was like a minister in a church developed it years ago. And 
I drop it here and there. I think it's such a useful tool because I was thinking, what could I get for menace? A gift. Here's the five things. Ready? All right. And you tell me which two resonate, uh-huh. how you feel the most appreciated. There's only two. Uh, okay. If someone gives you a gift, like if All I was right. like, oh, I'll bring menace tequila because he loves tequila. I'm like, oh, he's yeah. not really drinking anymore as much. Um, is it words of affirmation? Like say menace, you're so great. Thank you. I appreciate you. Is it uh, physical touch? Like, do you want me to give you a massage when you walk in the door? Uh-huh. I don't think it is. But this is maybe for a relationship or in a relationship? In well, this, okay. Typically they're for a relationship. Okay. So for us, physical touch would probably be out unless you want me to uh-huh. like give you a hand job or something. Okay. But I'm not sure. So it's words of affirmation, gifts, physical touch, mm-hmm. quality time. So if I was like every Tuesday, you know, or if you're in a relationship, I'm going to give you in a relationship perspective okay. and then I'll tell you All how right. I feel about you. Gifts. Let's say your girlfriend mm-hmm. comes home and she's like, Menace, like I, I brought you, you know, those new sneakers you wanted. And yeah. you're like, or she picked up dinner. For, no, right. She bought you something, a present you wanted. All right. You coveted. Or she knows you're always really hungry and you never have time to get dinner. And then she starts like bringing you dinner every night or a few times a week. She's like, I thought yeah. about you. That would be an act of service, right? Mm-hmm. Or she fills your car with gas. And yeah. She like, does a favor for you, right? Uh-huh. Acts of service. Then there's words of affirmation. You're so hot, Menace. You're so great. Uh-huh. I think you're amazing. <laughs> um, there's physical touch. And she's yeah. like, you know, you come home and she's, she's touching you all the time and you feel very, very loved. Uh-huh. And then there's quality time where she's like, you know what, Menace? Every Saturday night, like it's just the two of us and none of my friends, none of your friends. And we just together, we're going to you know, commit or we're just going to take. Uh-huh. Those are the five. Okay. Um, and I, I can only choose two. Well, okay. In your heart and everyone listening, if you're in a relationship, there's got to be like two of them that speaks to you most. Like, oh yeah, you know. When my partner, I really wish he bought me more gifts or I wish that he hugged me more. And there's usually two and our partner typically doesn't have the same ones. So of those gifts and act of service, words of affirmation, physical touch or quality time, which are the two? I feel like it's a game show. Uh, He's going to circle back. All right. Let's, let's start off with number one gifts, right? So, oh, I absolutely love gifts, but it has to be like something you know that I really wanted. Right. If I just got a gift, like I got no, it. It was like special and you'd been talking yeah, about it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. That's great. Right. You can yeah, love I mean, all of these, but there's two that you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, that really like, that makes yeah. me feel really good. Okay. Or cherished or loved by my, by my right. girlfriend. And then the second one was... Like acts of service. She thought about you service. ahead of time. She did your laundry. She uh, uh, picked up your parents' birthday present nah. for you. Don't really. Right. Get, I, I got it. I'm the same way. Okay. Words of affirmation. You are the best lover I've ever had. You're so sexy. Look at those glasses. I love uh, you. I'm going to jump your bones. Or you're just amazing and talented. I guess I kind I kind of like that as long as it's short. Because if it goes <laughs> if it goes on, I feel like it's and short fake. and brief. Yes. I knew you were going to say that because yeah. you feel like those things aren't real when couples are like, oh, you're so hot. And I was just talking about really, this. Right. Long- Physical touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want? Do you feel like when you don't touch your girlfriend sometimes, or if you haven't touched in a few hours, mm-hmm. or when you get home from work, if she just doesn't get up and give you a hug, like how do you feel about not having physical touch? Uh, yeah. Then I think that something is wrong. Okay. So I and then do, quality like, time. Just pick two time. of all those five. I know. I, I'm just. I'm just trying to rethink them all. I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> gift and physical touch would probably wow. be the best. Okay. I guess. Okay. That's interesting. And then you could think about it. No, that's that means that uh-huh. of those things in your relationship. Yeah. Right. That's what makes. I guess. Not that you yeah, don't yeah. need the other things. I so do need the other things, but I. I, I literally know. wasn't even going to go off on this whole thing. I was just going to uh-huh. get to how much I appreciate you. But it's interesting. Sorry. I love it. So out of all, no, I love this though. This I really is wanted really to think useful. about the response. So I know you did. Mm-hmm. So you said you said gifts and touch. Okay. So I was yeah. thinking to myself. 
And I've read this book probably five or six years ago. And I probably don't talk about it enough, but I just feel like even for people in your life, it's helpful thinking about myself. So for me, can you Mm. guess what they are? For you? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, words of (laughs) affirmation. Uh Definitely. Right. Uh, And physical touch. Right. I, I, I don't think you care about gifts. Not at all. Active kindness is cool, but I mean, you love talking and having discussions. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're all about physical touch, right? So you're absolutely right. Words of affirmation, <laughs> physical touch. When I first yes. read this, I'm like, done. If a guy just says, you're hot, or I think you're amazing, or you're smart, mm-hmm. and they love we're touching it. all the time, I'm, I'm happy, done. It's like air. And so I think it's, <laughs> but I typically, and so I think yeah. for a lot of times, if it's just a different way to think about your relationship that you're in. If you're like, oh, you know what? We should, and there's like tests to Google it. You could take tests online and we have the book on my website. But I was thinking to myself, what would make him happy? How could I show my appreciation? And I was thinking that it was gifts, uh-huh. but tequila wasn't working and I didn't have time to get you something yeah. else. And I was thinking of words of affirmation. All right. But also I wouldn't think that you'd really want to cuddle with me when you walked in. I mean, you might. Mm-hmm. We do hold yeah, each other yeah, when you yeah. throw me around the office for a minute. Yeah. But- so I just, that's all. That's it. So, so you should so take this home and do it with your girlfriend and, and you should figure it out because maybe there's figure ways. what she wants. The point is that couples oftentimes are like, I keep telling her she's hot and that I love her and I keep buying her gifts and she doesn't care because he needs, typically we mm-hmm. give what, how we want love. So I yeah. might always be telling my partner, he's so amazing and I might keep touching him and he's like, you have not spent one night with me alone on a Saturday night without your friends and I want quality time. Uh-huh. So there's no way that me doing what I thought felt good was serving him because he's like, I just want you to buy, or I just want you to like buy me gifts. You didn't yeah. buy me a birthday gift, whatever. So it's interesting because couples can miss the mark and it's an easy way to like heal it. So I was thinking about you and that just all the, the time and all the things you're doing and how much I love you. Oh, thank you so much. You're I so think, welcome. I think, so uh, I'm going to buy you a gift next time. I th- oh, awesome. No, I think the, I would try to think what my girlfriend would want out of that. I think, well, this I, I think she would ask only you want next? one. Which one? Probably more words of affirmation. But the thing is, I like, you know, we are both so overworked. I know that's not an excuse, but I, I, I want the opportunity to be there where it, it comes off completely sincere because okay. that's what I worry about. Well, you know? let me tell you this. I, so I was thinking about you again because mm-hmm. I did a show with Dr. Drew months ago and yeah. I actually listened to it. And it was a really mm-hmm. popular show and I, you know me, I never listen. Yeah. And I talked about you in that show and I said, well, there's some guys like Menace who's kind of mm-hmm. like, I mean, not explain Menace, but he's always mm-hmm. like, oh, if I tell her too much how hot she is, she's going to yeah. feel too confident and mm-hmm. I can't let women know how much I like them and it's just going to be like, or it's going to seem fake. Like you always say, like lingerie just seems like a fake concept. Like uh-huh. you saw that in porn and so you wore something mm-hmm. red and he was laughing. He's like, yeah, I could see that as well. So I was thinking see, that's Drew, why I debated. Doctor, he, with me. he did not agree with you. <laughs> he said he understood that, that point that men feel yeah. that way. And I thought, yeah, if I told him how great he was, maybe it doesn't sink in. So I had all these thoughts about you, Menace. Wow. I know. So what's your girlfriend? Because then you could go home and please her right now. Tell her how hot she is because you think that she's going to be like, it's not sincere. But how about you walk in the door and you just think, when you see her, what are you feeling? I'm excited that she's home. What if you just told her that? Yeah, but What I, if you came home and you're like, I actually I, I know I, you're I, home every I, night, but when I, today I was driving home and I was excited you were going to be there. But I do display that she's... You tell her in words. If she's word, uh-huh. do you, those words come out of your mouth? Because sometimes that's the other thing mm-hmm. we think we're expressing. You're like, she knows. Like, I don't need to get him a gift. He has so many things. You know what I'm saying? But for but for her, she might feel like Madison never tells me these things, and I need it. She called me actually. <laughs> oh, did I'm she? Joking. I highly doubt that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I yeah. I think uh, verbally, I can probably express that more. 
I love this. Instead of physically. Look at this. We could just end the show now. We've helped Menace. Oh, thank you. Um, And then, yeah, I think you could think about the other one. I'll text these to you. All right. I, yeah. So anyway, been thinking a lot about these things. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What's going on with you in your so life? So many things. I've been dating, as you know. Uh-huh. I think we've talked like I've been on the apps, which was yeah, completely but I mean, overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. But well, I do it. Meet people in real life. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking a lot lately about I actually recorded a show about cell phone technology and mm-hmm. how they can cut off intimacy. We get home, we're on our phone. Like if you're in a long-term relationship and you're like, you're in bed with your phones. And I just said, I'm not even in a relationship and I'm so friggin' attached to my phone. So I'm trying to sleep with it outside the bedroom. And I did a whole like 15 minutes on it. And so I, I was talking about it again. I've been t- obsessed with this topic. So I go on a date with a guy last night that we had very good text banter beforehand. It's actually the first date that I've looked forward to because he gave great text. Yeah, which you love. I love. You love writers. He was funny, thought oh. I was hot. In not in a non-cheesy way. He was mm-hmm. hysterical, but he picks me up and we get to the restaurant and he's like, why don't we leave our cell phones in the car? And I was like, first I felt terror. I was like, I, I can't be part of myself. He's like, I've never done this either, but I just thought, I think he's full of shit on that one. I am or he is. Wait, no, you said let's leave our he phones. He did. Yeah, he brought it up. and it's, it. Why? That's like, oh god! That's something he discussed with his friends. No, like, he's an old. He's not. He's not like that. Like he's been. He's divorced. He hasn't gone out. Like, a man is a man, Emily. F- he wasn't geez. listening to the show. The show did not come out yet. Let's just say that. It's I pretty, know. And I, I know. thought to myself, that's exactly what I. But when I was mm-hmm. faced with that, I that's said something you probably read in Cosmopolitan. No, dude, he's not like man. he's way more. This is what you understand. He's like yeah. a man. Like he's like not reading uh, Cosmo. He just thought. <laughs> I'm always with my phone and I would, they'd, he'd been yeah. thinking this too. And I th- but, but when faced with it, I thought that's terrifying. What am I going to do when you go to the bathroom? I need to look at my phone. Like I can't be, what if I have yeah. to snap something? And we left it in the car. I did it. It was like a wonderful dinner without having like the, the phone and uh-huh. we had a good time and I connected and I realized when it's not with you, I wasn't tempted to like go to the bathroom and check it. Do you? Yeah. It's so so anyway, what happened from there though? So yeah, you're like, fuck that. Okay. It was a good date. I liked him. Yeah. He was, um. TBD, I'm going to see him yeah. again, which is good. Most guys, I'm like out yeah. in like 50 minutes or less. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then you immediately grabbed your phone and then told everybody yes. about it. Yeah. Exactly. I tweeted it the shit out of it all night. Well, I had to make up <laughs> for the, the lost time. Uh, it's it's become second nature where you just grab your phone and you don't know why. You don't know why you're going on Facebook. You don't know why. There's no reason to go there. You Those know, hours get sucked out of your life, though. It does. Like, don't, do you ever just sit and like stare at your phone, like numbingly? Uh, I do. And then again, that's at night. And I don't know why, because I have television, which this I is absolutely what I'm telling love. You. I know. But I find myself not watching television because I'm looking at a Facebook app that I opened 47,000 times and there's nothing there that I want to see. Exactly. Okay. So this is it's my a point. Drug. <laughs> yeah. It's a drug. And it's kind of a way of tuning out. And I'm almost like I'm saying I'm too yeah. lazy because I actually have a new TV, man. It's like, I have not watched TV. Yeah. Ever. And I was really excited. I thought, well, I'll get the TV. I'll get like get the Sono system. Have you been to, you haven't been to my new house yet? No, I, I know Dude. what it looks like. Yeah. It's amazing. So, but all I'm doing is I get home and I'm on my phone and then like, yeah, like 86 minutes go by or whatever it is. And I'm like, I'm still on it. And it's, there's nothing happening. There's nothing. I could be, it's almost harder to turn the remote on that it's lazy and it's numbing. So you guys, when you go home, yeah, do you guys do that you, together? My girlfriend and I? Do you guys sit and stare numbingly at um, Facebook? Uh, yeah, we do, but we both, we both have our laptops too, because we're both working at the same time, Right. but we're sitting next to each other side by side. Maybe uh, we hands. communicate, 
Do you text when you're next to each other on the no, computers? No, we talk about pop culture, what's going on, you know, with the uh, Kardashians and all that kind of crap. And then what's happening in the real news of the world and things like that. That's good that you tested that you're talking while you're on your computer. Yeah. Okay, good. Because our... Uh, my girlfriend also, she works in, she works in radio, but she works in the digital side. So right. she has to keep up with all that. I, know you, I think you guys are great. I'm not trying to say yeah. anything's wrong with your relationship. I was just, I no, was I'm just saying like, in. how do we communicate <laughs> when we're at home with each other and like what we do and talk about. And then we, uh, you know, binge watch stuff. I just want to sit home and watch TV and like chill. That's, That's good. But so but we're out with phone. this guy. Okay, whatever. And then we made out uh-huh. oh. for a second, but yeah. I he was cute but it wasn't like a it was like he was affectionate but not too much so and he was cute and i went home it was like an early ish night but there was a connection yeah. i'm gonna go out with him again oh that's good but like, I, I don't want to get into it too much because who knows because then you'll be like how was that guy and i'm like what guy like yeah, next I totally time i see you yeah. you'll forget but what i'm saying is things are good we are you know i'm in a good place i'm glad you're here in the office and the shows have been great and we miss you i'm excited to be here speaking about technology i feel like I don't even hear about Tinder anymore. I hear about Bumble. That's it. Which I support because, you know, um, you know, from what I understand from Bumble, it's all about the women making the first move. Exactly. And what have I been talking? How long have we known each other now? 12, 13 years? Yeah. Long what time. have I been saying since day one? What? That women. That I would love for women to. Initiate more. Initiate more because we've always talked about it. The guys can't pick up on the signs. Is she just my friend? Is she into me? I don't know. And boom, there's an app where you know that she has some kind of interest. Exactly. Which is. It takes helps. so much pressure off the guys. It takes so much pressure. It takes Absolutely. so much wasted time away. Everything. I totally support it. Too bad yeah. it wasn't available like when years saying, ago. I know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I have to say, but it also gets a little bit overwhelming. So anyways, I, I totally support it. I love it. So. Uh, what's going on in the news? Because I haven't been keeping up with sex in the news. You haven't been keeping up yeah. with sex in the news? Well, this one I knew would be the most interesting for you All right. and me. The best and worst emojis to use on a dating app if you really want to hook up. Speaking okay. of dating apps. Okay. How about emojis in general, right? Well, yeah. It kind of talks about emojis in general, like which ones fail, which ones work for men and for women. I'm just saying using them at all when you're first having communication. Do you ever use emojis? Oh, I use emojis all the time, but it's with like, you know, people I know. But if I was having a conversation with somebody that I didn't know, then I definitely wouldn't use them. No, it's not like a first time thing. Like here's yeah. an emoji. Like, no, you have to know yeah. somebody. But when you're dating, it says, okay, so Clover is a Tinder alternative and it has a good rep for leading to quicker hookups. I don't know about Clover. Then the higher profile dating app in an effort to help users polish their game. They published a breakdown as to which emojis are leading to the most, the mm-hmm. most and least responses sent when in, when in early chat sessions. Okay. All right. So. You can look at this. There's a graph here. We could put this on the website. So women, emojis women are replying to. And I didn't yeah. even know the sassy girl existed. This is what yeah. they reply to. The the tongue, like a how I've so never seen women, the tongue. Women are replying? Yeah, I've when seen men the, all, send I've this. seen all these emojis. Yeah, but like I would never do. Okay, so it's interesting. Both men and women reply to the, the see no evil, the monkey with the... Uh-huh. And then the most important thing I think is what the one women aren't replying to. The emojis women aren't replying to. <laughs> all right. Guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Which one is that? I the eggplant. The Dude, eggplant. Of the course. eggplant. Even it's though it's mean, yes, the penis. Unless you're totally joking about it, we're not responding to clapping. Your flexed biceps are a fist yeah. bump. And here's the thing: when it's I was reading this, bro. I had a visceral reaction. Whenever a guy fist bumps me, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, oh, bro, dude. Yeah. Like that's the least sexy. Like all the sexiness and all the hotness I there's just rushed out of my body at once. Uh-huh. Don't like the fist bump. So uh, here's what men are replying to, which is hilarious. The uh-huh. Vulcan salute when your fingers yeah. are like separated. The the wedding ring. Like uh-huh. I'm gonna send a guy a wedding ring ever. No. Okay. Um, the crying face and poop. The little pile of poo. Yeah. Why would anyone ever send that? So not sexy. Uh-huh. So I thought it was interesting, and um, I also think. Yeah, the popular signs, what they'd love to send and stuff. And there's been all this research lately about how even businesses are using emojis, like in their marketing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you know this? Like putting them in the headline of your emails? Because I thought, I think that there has been a a tipping point in emojis. Like I think that people didn't like them, they resisted, and now Mm. they're going to become everything. And nobody, not only are we, do we not talk anymore? We're no longer going to even text. I think that everything can be said, like kind of the caveman going back to like the the caveman, like the <laughs> yes. paint, the drawings on the wall. Uh, hieroglyphics, it's just hieroglyphics. Yeah. Thank you. We're just going to be sending pictures. That's my prediction. Uh, well, I think that's that's what's happening in Asia now. It's mostly just exactly. All... Don't we just follow Asia? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, they're the the uh, on the forefront of that. Uh, but the. You can say so much in just one symbol, though. I don't think there's enough. See, here's the thing. I find emojis uh-huh. very limiting. Like, I want to create my own emoji. I'm like, why isn't there a goddamn emoji for, like, you know, God, like, get me a latte now or else I'm going to faint if I don't have the caffeine. Or how about you're really sending mixed signals. I thought we had plans and, you you know. I know you can send Domino's <laughs> just an emoji and I would send you a pizza. That's amazing. But what if it's the wrong pizza? No, it, I, I don't know. It's like pre-set up or something I'm trying like to that. think of what I would send you, like a gift. A, instead of a gift gift, I could send you like a, just a gift. Uh, just that would a solve, gift. Yeah, and tell All you right. that you're hot. Um, okay, so that's what's going on in the news. Is there anything else in your news world? Uh, oh, I gave you a shout out the other day. On, on the Woody Show. On the Woody Show, uh, which if you're listening in St. Louis, Missouri right now, please turn on Alt 104.9 FM uh, every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. And then in Los Angeles. Uh, 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Alt 98.7 FM every single morning. And we're also a podcast, but we talk about news and stuff like that. Not really that sexy. People like, yeah, okay. But we do do a segment called Craigslist Freak of the Week. So we, we read the most outlandish uh, Craigslist ad every week. And one of them was f- about foot fetishes. And then you go to like the personals page or whatever the seeking. Yeah, yeah. And every called. single one. Okay. Like, missing counters. Intern does that. You're not doing that. Um, well, okay. we're, what's a group effort? Got it. So, uh, and <laughs> there, like there is a lot of photos too, but one what came up was foot fetish, which we've talked about for a number of years. And then there was a discussion about like, you know, why are people into that? Which is, again, is another discussion that we've had here for years, right? Years and you're and obsessed and with the topic. I, I'm not that I'm obsessed with it. I've always tried to understand it. Right. I just want okay, like, so a, you, a right. direct answer. Doesn't and then, so th- we had that discussion and then. Uh, one of our podcaster uh, listeners like weeks later sent us an email and said, hey, I heard you guys talking about the foot fetish stuff. And she explained that her professor in whatever course she was taking. Sex 101 or something. Yeah. Said that the reason that guys are into feet is because of the shoes. And they put the shoe, they put their feet in the shoe and it, reminds them of insertion right and okay. i was like oh yeah but I, it that seems doesn't, that it doesn't so make sense not, there's it, not it, first of all there's it, not one answer for yeah. why someone has a fetish and it doesn't make sense to it, me because 
I, I, it seems like all the people, like the visual aspects of it, there's n- not really that many shoes involved. Like the people are into it. <laughs> right. The people are into it. Yes, they'll buy shoes for somebody or something like that, but they want the bare feet. So I didn't like get that. No, I don't get that I either. She, why don't where she goes to school? Yeah. Like where she goes to school doesn't matter. I that that's yeah. not what I would say. I mean, a lot of it does start from like early childhood things, like around if you mm-hmm. saw a foot in a sexual manner. Like if you maybe you did see a, a foot going into a shoe, and then you forever fetishize shoes, or maybe like when you were a kid, like, you know, you, your high school teacher had, you know, you just remember like looking at her feet or maybe you had erotic experience with feet, but this is, you link it, you link it. You saying that I, I just like, I, just beg and pray one day that we get an email (laughs) that just breaks it, that breaks it down. But what, what's it make for them? Like what makes it sexy? Right. Right. You so, know? okay. If so, you have, there's, and let me tell you something, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. reasons. So what, what you're asking for specifically, and typically this works, email us, you can email us right from the website, ask Emily, if you do have a foot fetish, like what is your, how, how did it start for you? What do you, mm-hmm. what's your, when do you first recognize guess? it? Right. What do you think you think is sexy about it? You know? Yeah. Cause we have covered a lot, but I think yeah. it's different for everybody. And then it's for you, we're going to get it. Go to our website and email us. I'm trying to Honey, do I get it. I want to help you here. Study. Okay. I love it. Okay, let's take a, uh, a quick break and right. give a shout out to our sponsors. And we love you, everyone. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. And uh, you know, I never talk about things that I don't believe in and products I haven't used and inserted, if you will. And so thanks for supporting them. We'll be right back with your emails. So if you've been listening to the show, it should be no surprise to you that women typically last longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap. And now there's something you can do about it. It's called Permescent, and trust me, this stuff really works. Permescent is an over-the-counter topical treatment that enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescriptions, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Permescent isn't your typical delay spray. It's absorbed into the skin instead of staying on the surface. So instead of numbing everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. Just apply to the underside of the penis before sex. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. And because Promescent gets completely absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's time to close the orgasm gap, don't you think? Try Promescent for yourself. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today. Here's a listener email I recently received, and let me tell you, it's not the only one of its kind. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually started wearing pads every day just to be safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Well, first, let me tell you that she's not alone. It's actually estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks. Young, old, with, without kids. But let me tell you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There are solutions though, and it's not just pads. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Not only does a strong pelvic floor help prevent the old sneeze and pee situation, it can increase the strength and frequency of your orgasms, which should also help make you want to get intimate again. Similar to the intensity that I've spoken about for years, the Apex delivers the same results without the rabbit vibrator functions, making it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. To start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. 
Okay, so now we're on your emails. Thank you, everybody, for emailing me. And it's so easy. You go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Ask Emily tab, fill out the form, and you submit it. That's it. We're also doing call shows, Menace. I want you to come in. We've been doing call shows, and they're really fun. We set them up. Like yeah. a ton of listeners are emailing, and now they can check that box that uh-huh. says, um, yes, I would like to be called for the show. And I've been like, we've been setting it up. Oh, nice. calls, and it's fun. And you get into it. I think you'd have a good time here. I would love to do that. And I feel like I can really like help people when we get into the issues. It's a good time. But you can also, and also, not but, but means you're discounting the mm-hmm. next thing you say. And you can also send us an email. We love that too. And include your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Because Menace gets mad if you don't. Hey, Emily, I've been with my amazing boyfriend for 10 months and the sex is fantastic. Best sex of my life and he feels the same. We're so in tune. We both love to encourage each other to learn about what we like and try new things. He's also 30. And while I'm coming out of a marriage, separated a year ago, met my new boyfriend a couple months after that. He's never had a relationship this long. He hasn't had any relationship at all for a few years. He's dated, had a few three to six month relationships and took a year off from dating altogether. We have great sex life. It's fun. We do sexed. We do sexy Snapchats. Mm -hmm. It's always fantastic. And I found out that basically since we started dating, he hasn't masturbated and he says it's because he is so satisfied. I explore my own pleasure after being in a marriage that wasn't sex positive. Mm -hmm. So like masturbation is important and not a replacement. So I'm wondering why doesn't he do it anymore? (laughs) Should he? I'm open about me time. I'm positive, And I don't think he'd be embarrassed about our lies. So like, why is he doing it? Thanks. Love you. Love your show. Christine, age 30. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. He's being completely honest. He's telling you. Yeah. Nothing That's wrong. That's why, okay, but, I'm not going to be sexist here, but. Uh, right. Sure. But when a man tells you something, why do you have to th- think that it he's telling you five different things. Exactly. But here's You know, what, he's telling you directly what is going on. Believe him. There is not a problem you don't have to fix it. Like if it's not broken, don't mm-hmm. fix it. However, what my first thought was, Christine, sweetie, you've been listening to the show and I talk a ton about the importance of masturbation and that whether you're in a relationship or you're out of a relationship, it is healthy. And the truth is like, it is healthy to masturbate. But mostly it's like, I, it's because men need that release. Women need that release. But if he's releasing with you and you're having great sex, and he's it's fine. fine. There's no problem. Um, and so the reason I talk about it is, yes, it's healthy. You know, it helps have a stronger pelvic floor. It helps prevent, can help prevent prostate cancer. It can help with erectile dysfunction, all those things. But he's not having any of those problems, Christine. And so like, it's ebbs and flows. Eventually he'll masturbate mm-hmm. again. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Like, I feel yeah. like... She, so I think that's what it might be because she hears that it's so important, which it is. And it's such a new relationship. Eventually, yes. after you're together for a couple of years, don't worry, he'll start masturbating. How long have they been together? Ten months. Yeah, yeah dude. Give it like <laughs> give it about the honeymoon phase is twelve months to eighteen months. So, yeah. sweetie, in six months you're going to be eight months. You're going to be, like, be like, why, why is he, he watching so much porn? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because we often hear people are yeah. confused why their partner masturbates. That's why I love my show. I love the show. I love Covers this job. everybody. Hi, Emily. My name is Kylie. I'm from Michigan and I'm 23 years old. I love listening to your podcast and I've learned so much. I love when you have guests on there that can offer different views or opinions on things, especially since everyone comes from different walks of life, like Menace's opinions. (laughs) I have a two-part question. I've been friends with my current boyfriend for seven years now and we finally started dating in November. Our sex life is amazing, except for one thing. Uh Uh-oh. One thing. Always one thing. There's always a but. I know it sounds a little ridiculous, but I can't fit his penis in my mouth. Oh, no. I heard about this. Yep. He has a lot of girth and I have a smaller mouth. It's a bad combo. I was wondering if there's anything I can do as far as blowjobs go that isn't going to give me lockjaw that would still allow me to give him head. The second part of my question is, what can we do in the bedroom besides a handjob? 
that I can pleasure him with since the blowjob isn't working out. Thanks. Keep up the great work, Kylie. All a lot right, of men are going, Kylie. yeah. A lot of men are going, God, yeah, I wish I had that problem. No, you guys, I'm telling you, big or small, there's, there's challenges. Yeah. So, Kylie, here's the thing. You, I love this question. Because, first of all, I want all men to know, like, yes, you can be too big. That does exist on a planet. But here's a few tips. You can just, first of all, relax. Because your your throat is going to, when you relax uh-huh. and you breathe. So I think it's like anal sex and people tense up too much. They tense up their sphincter muscles when it's going in and mm-hmm. hurts. The same thing is true with most sex acts, but especially blowjobs. So if you're breathing, you relax, you know, concentrate on what you're doing. But like not in like a super, it's not going to fit. It's going to hurt. You're probably clenching your jaw. But also make sure he's lying on his back and you're like in a control position leaning over his pants. Like you're in control. You can get on your knees and that way you can control like the depth and all that. But here's the thing. Here's my number one most important tip that is going to change your life. Your hands. Like your hands are like the best tools you have because a blowjob is not all about the mouth. It's really not. And the hands create that suction and they create that, like you can stroke all the hot nerve endings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not replacing it. So you do the whole thing where your mouth goes over the tip and it's like yeah. a tube, right? Okay. So she creates like the, t- her mouth goes around the tip all right. and then it's like a tube around the penis and she synchronizes it. You've seen that in porn going uh-huh. up and down, up and down. So if you're using a ton of lube and your hands are like tight enough and you're sweeping it up and down, like it's going to feel amazing. You rub his frenulum, which is like that thin little ridge mm-hmm. underneath the tip. And like you, you know, the underside of his penis, which is super sensitive. You can play with his perineum. Manus likes that. The perineum. Perineum. The taint. Play with it all day. Yeah. So like, I think as long as you use your hands, you use lots of lube, which is really important. You could lick his balls. These are all these fun things you could do with your free hand. So one hand is, so do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to explain this. You put a tube with one hand like around your mouth like that. So it's a tube around your lips. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? And this, and the hand can make it tight enough so he's not going to be like, why is your mouth going over my penis? You have all the areas covered. Yeah, totally. And then with the, the other hand, free hand. And yeah, then but the other free hand play with his balls or his butt. On the tip, yeah. Yeah. So that's, any other tips, Menace? Because I know um, you struggle with this all the time with your girlfriend. She oh, yeah, called yeah. me about that as well. yeah. Not enough room. I don't know. Would you, I mean, is there any... Let's think about what else. You play with toys. There be, is there any like demonstrations online that oh, you can think of? I have like, an image. Well... Kind of. Sort of. Maybe porn. at sexomily.com. Porn too would be... But it's like, it's really about... Because the blowjobs, it's important for it to be wet. For it to, mm-hmm. there to be to be enough um, friction and enough... Yeah. T- what about the, your, your blowjob spray that you're addicted to? Oh my God. Dude, lube and blowjob spray. So here's the thing. It's right here. Whenever I do the show, I use this. It's by Doc Johnson. It's called Wet Head. And it's a dry mm-hmm. mouth spray. So it'll help your lips, your mouth glide over the penis. And I use it because you're I think it helps me on the it. show. We like not have that annoying yeah. like crackling. You like use strawberry. it all the time I, It's like now. a good luck thing before yeah. every show. And maybe I'll run into a penis or something. And I'll be ready mm-hmm. to go at any time. Um, okay, so what, what, did I answer her questions? I answered both her questions, yeah. right? What else to do in the bedroom? I think you just got to work on the blowjob because you're killing it and he's going to be happy and don't feel like you are doing anything wrong. You just have to uh, add the hands. Okay. Hi, Emily. I'm Benjamin from Australia. I'm 42. I love the show and I've been listening for several years. I was amicably separated from my wife of 16 years last April after we'd finally admitted we weren't right for each other. Admittedly, I'd strayed a couple times while traveling internationally to work. Of course. Um, for work. That's when a lot of my strain would happen. When I was, I'm a reform cheater. Yeah. Yes, because you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm in I'm in Hong Kong. But it oh, does matter. Man, we had, okay. we had this caller. He was, 
he was uh, 23 and his his girlfriend was going on a European vacation and he wanted to know if he should propose before or after the vacation. And we're like, dude, 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 two things. (laughs) You're 23. Are you... Are you just doing this because you're afraid that she's going to go do something and you're trying to use it as some insurance? Maybe she won't do anything. And he's like, oh, no, I totally trust 23? her. Blah, blah, Yeah. Okay. I go, I have never met any woman in my that were in their 20s that went on a European vacation that didn't hook up with right. somebody. Exactly. I'm sorry. Right. And I'm not here to put it in your head, but I just know for a fact and she's going with one of her female friends. They're going to talk themselves into it. They're they're going to like four different areas. That's like, all about hooking up with guys from different countries and then never go, oh, you're going to Switzerland. Yeah. I'm going to Germany. See you never. Like that's what you do on those trips. Yeah. So, yeah. And then what? Then you tell them just don't do not do it because guys are said, pissing on the territory. It. Like that, He's trying to be like, well, well if I lock I her said, down, she won't cheat. Yeah. And I said, look. And she should let her And I said, I go, I go, how lame is that too that if you, you propose to your girlfriend and then she's like gone for a week, like right after that, like wouldn't, wouldn't that be a time that you would want to go on a trip together, you know, to celebrate and I stuff know. like that? I said, you know what? Just if you, if this is something you absolutely want to do, then you should wait till after. I agree. You know? It's good. So hopefully he'll listen to your sage advice. Hopefully. Okay, but where were we? Okay, so he strayed. Yeah. uh, And he was having an affair. Let's see. Let me go back to this. He strayed because he was traveling internationally for work and he found out two years ago that she'd been secretly playing around uh, fairly heavily for the previous 12 Mm -hmm. months meeting guys from online adult sites. I had no idea and I was shocked. After that, we tried to make it work, but it was clear we wanted different things. As soon as we separated, I jumped right in the dating scene. This isn't meant to sound boastful, but I was amazed at the attention I received. I'd quickly built up multiple casual partners, went to a few swinger parties with some of them, and had an awesome time ticking off those fantasy bucket list items. Threesomes, outdoor sex, ridiculous multiple orgasms. Additionally, I loved developing a connection with each of them and um, filling in many of the emotional need gaps I was craving during marriage. But it soon got out of hand. At one point, there were something like 15 women I was talking to and meeting on a regular basis. I'm embarrassed to say that I even created a spreadsheet to help me track how long it had been since I'd met each of them and help me sort through who I should continue seeing. (laughs) Several of them, this is like a whole, there's so much here. Several of them asked me to become exclusive and I felt it was way too soon after a long relationship. So here's the bottom line. Here's here's his question. Yeah. Dear Miss Emily, how do I settle down after enjoying such carefree, casual fun? How long should I, in quotes, avoid getting into another relationship? Love everything you're doing. Delightful to see you on Instagram. Thanks for reading. Ben. All right. This is like another one of those, like, what should I, like, what should I do? Is it okay? Like, here's the thing, like the master, dude, Uh you'll, it's up to you. Don't be pressured that you don't need to ever settle down again. Don't. Or if you don't want to. But if you're doing 15 women and you're becoming overwhelmed, uh, I think that like, okay, so I went through phases, never 15, although I get wanting a spreadsheet just for the people I'm to connecting keep everything with. Track. Like, to, I've had those thoughts if I liked Excel, but uh-huh. sub- I hate spreadsheet. They give me anxiety, but it's a good thing. I totally get it. However, if these girls are asking you, if you, first of all, you never want to be pressured into a relationship. So if you're not ready, like, keep having fun. But it sounds to me like maybe you're getting to the point where it could be slightly overwhelming, and then you'll know, and you'll be like, you know what? There's a lot of these women, it's hard to remember who I told this story to because that would be my thing when I was dating multiple guys. I'd be like, uh-huh. you know, I told you that story about what happened when I hit the gate at work. Yeah. He's like, no, you didn't. No. I'm like, oh, okay, who would I tell this to? Yeah. So think, 
among other things that are problematic. So I just think like, don't pressure yourself whenever you're ready. You were in a long-term relationship for how long? 16 years. You might have another yeah, year or you'll two. You'll find somebody. Yeah, dude, don't, tri- don't trip on it. I'm not going to give you a time. I'm not going to say anything. And just as long as you're honest with these women and you let them know, like, you know what? I'm so flattered. I, I love spending time with you. But right now, I just really need space to kind of figure out myself and what I want and be honest with them. But you're not doing anything wrong. No. No, you're fine. Do you're you, good. Ben. Okay. That's what we got time for, I think. Oh, man. I know, I'm sad. It was such a great time. Uh, it was <laughs> such a great time seeing you. It was such a great time. It was such a good time seeing you. Uh, it's been too long. And I I'm agree. happy to be here with you. I'm happy that you're with me as well. And I miss you. Mm-hmm. And everyone can check out Menace, at Menace, and all your... Just at Menace, that's everything. it. M-E-N-A-C-E. And like, follow me. And like... And um, like, totes. Totes, man. I'm on... um. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, it's all sex with Emily. Shop at our store. It's a really good time. Uh, we have all the things I talk about on the show. And then what else did I want to tell people? Oh, was can, I anything say, else? can I say one yeah, thing? Yeah, there was something else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, uh, you know, some people in the podcast world, they don't, they didn't like it for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but like I know what? the general public, it was huge. But I, I want to say a big thank you to um, Finding Richard Simmons, the podcast series that came out, because I think that really open the door for people that weren't into podcasting to like really check it out and see you what podcast I thought it was that second serial one that got people into podcasts. It was the finding. No, Richard that was Simmons for hipsters. This is like, there the has ge- been a tipping point in podcasting yeah. as well. I think this is for like the mainstream general public, uh, that, that really opened the doors for, uh, you know, getting more people to You're listen right. to podcasts and understand how to even get a podcast on their phone or on the computer. Right. It's so, so easy. And and people was, think it's like, there's like a barrier to entry with yeah. technology. They're like, I, Oh, I've been thinking about it. Like they're like, I've been thinking about like learning to swim or something. Yeah. Like, it's on the list, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into podcasts. That's how people answer. I'm like, dude, there's an yeah. app on your phone. It's super easy. And you search for anything. It's free. You yeah. download it. Of course the people that are listening to this, know you guys know, already. but the other thing, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. We, we, Done with your thoughts? No, I was just going to say, I don't know anybody that was involved with that podcast, but I thought it was great. And I I, I I just want to say thank you. I want to thank everybody. Is the last, yeah, no, totally. I've I've heard a few shows, but also, Madness, what you don't know, what I forgot to tell you is that in the last month and a half, two months, we've had more more listeners. Our listenership went up like 40%, 30% just in the last few months. So we have all these new listeners that uh-huh. never been here. They have no idea who you are. That's great. So well, welcome, hello, welcome. So you didn't go yeah. back. Maybe you didn't go back and binge uh-huh. on 5,000 episodes. Um, and so welcome to the Sex Family family. I love it. They're all over the world. It's amazing. So thank you. please email us with your questions. And yeah, dude, family's growing. Love I it. calling you dude. Dude, bro. We're on spring break. Okay, I love you all. Thanks for listening. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Halita, producer Lark, Jamie, and Michael. And of course, you, Menace. And thanks to all my listeners. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So let me tell you about my first time buying a sex toy. I was 22 years old, living in San Francisco, and I walked into a local shop called Good Vibrations. It really blew my mind. I mean, I pictured sex toy stores to be these dark, dingy places, but it was so open and well lit. It was like an Apple store for vibrators. So I walk in and one of the workers approached me and she immediately put me at ease. She was like, hi, so let's talk about your orgasms. You would think a stranger asking that would make you nervous, but she immediately made me feel so comfortable and helped me figure out what would be best for me. Thank you, Pocket Rocket. 
at the time, I wasn't even aware that my life would also become devoted to helping people with orgasms and sex, or that I'd be fortunate enough to work with Good Vibrations later down the line. This is why I am so excited to have you guys get to know them as well, if you don't already. I mean, they do run some of the best and most respected adult boutiques in the country. And now with their online store, you get to have that same shopping experience and expertise without ever leaving your house. Seriously, guys, they just know quality. I mean, if they have it in their store, I trust it. And if they don't, I have to question it a bit more. It's not just me that feels this way. I can't stress enough the standard they set in the industry. And I'm even more excited because now Good Vibrations runs the Shop with Emily page on my website. So be on the lookout for some great sex toys and sexy announcements. To see everything Good Vibrations has to offer, just go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibrations. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash G-O-O-D-V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S. 